0: good to see you all. okay so i have a question for you tonight i want to talk about small business funding so That's i've a seen topic i've seen quite a few different examples of this in my day um, but i where i don't come to, from the financial background like you do uh, i have some questions right mm-hmm. so how do startups and small businesses get funded in the first place and how, and then if they want to expand or if they want to, um, yeah, I guess expand covers it. Right. So th- I, I, you know, there's always yeah, like y- the, you,
1: you just introduced six episodes right there. <laughs> nice. There, there is, there we go. So much content and uh,
0: well, but it, it's, it's like you, I mean, I've seen, I've seen the examples like you're scraping money together from your uncles and your cousins and, and whatever.
1: Friends, family and fools. That's yeah. what I like to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Uh, you know, there's the classic way of going out and acquiring small business debt. If you can, I suppose. Sure. Cause not everybody can. Sure. Uh, th- I don't know. Those, those can be the only two options. Right. And there's, and and i have seen a few others but for the sake of time and <laughs> not that i'm known for being concise but <laughs> i'm i'm trying i'm turning for, over a new leaf
1: for attempting yeah
0: there you go for a good effort is yeah. there a smart way to do this right is there a smarter way to go
1: get funding can can, can i I'm 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 gonna change the terminology from a smart way to do this to a real way to do this. Okay. There's so much out there that is hype. Uh, you know, it's it's reality TV. It's yeah. You know, uh, internet buzz. Oh yeah. And and sure, uh, those things do happen, but right. they they don't happen consistently. They don't happen for the ninety-seven point percent of entrepreneurs who are out there running a business day to day you know i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's a lot of showy sexy businesses that you know everyone's like oh that's that's a cool tech startup and uh, yeah. sure that happens it's exciting it gets a little bit of hype it gets a little notoriety and everyone's trying to be the next mark zuckerberg right but in reality like there are a hundred million small businesses in the United States that you know they they are just they're turning wrenches, they're yeah. you know they're 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 doing the the books for uh, other companies. They they're, sold. They sell their
0: car. I've seen literally somebody sell their car and take to just riding their bike everywhere to start up their small business.
1: Yeah, and 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 so I want to get real and. So I'm going to break this into two things. The principles are the exact same, but there are two stages that are really important. The one is the startup stage and the other is the expansion stage of the small business. Okay. And when I say small business, like if you are under, you know, maybe 10 million in sales, you're still going to fall in that category of small business. Yeah, it seems like a lot, you know. It's like, oh, whoa, you know, a ten million dollar company. That's awesome. It is awesome, you know. Congratulations yeah. to you. Yeah, if you've made it that far, pat yourself on the back. Holy crap! But you're still operating like a small business. You still deal with most of the struggles. You're you're yeah. in you're in kind of a you know a, a higher tier. Uh, you you've got some different things, but you're still you're still operating like a small business. So, um, the first thing that I want to talk about is when small businesses go to get money they start kind of like doing this exploration like oh okay i can go here i can go here i can they like dabble in a bunch of things and they find out very quickly that it's hard to get money unless you want to put your own personal assets up you know and yeah. sometimes entrepreneurs don't have a ton of personal assets to put up right uh, so here's a tricky spot if you're young you usually don't have a lot of assets you know you you just haven't had time to accumulate assets. Maybe you're still paying off some student loans. Uh, You know, you you just barely got into a house and Mm -hmm. and it's killing you. Like you 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 don't first kid. Yeah. You you don't have a lot of assets when you're young. When you're old, you've got a lot of assets and you really don't want to risk those because you need those because you might get into a fixed income. Yeah. You know, if you're in your fifties, and you're looking at that retirement that you've built up, and you're like, "Oh, you know, I've got a million dollars saved away." I'm like, "That's not much." I'm sorry, you know it. It sounds cool, but in reality, if you've got to live off of a million dollars for you know twenty years with mm-hmm. you know some yeah. potential major medical, yeah, that that's not a lot, and you shouldn't be dumping half a million into a risky venture that that you're gonna lose on. And yeah, well, I, I'm sounding so negative here for a second. Yeah, that you could lose on, and 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 so. There, there's this idea of man where am I gonna go to get money and you know we alluded to the friends family fools you know people start wanting to get other people involved hey yeah. you know invest in this oh yeah and it's uh, it, it it's fraught with you know their their issues I yeah I see friendships yeah. broken up relationships broken up oh you my know, gosh don't borrow money from grandma yeah just no, no. Just we're such good friends. Hold.
0: We're so, He would never, he would never break my heart. <laughs> like I'm totally going to give him all this money. Right. Mm, he will. Yeah. I, Sorry. I, it I, happens. I, I've, just, I've seen that happen often. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Is like, I've seen things like that happen. I've seen things like that go South. And I don't know, to me, a lot of that isn't worth it. I mean, a small business start having your own company and your own startup or your own small business uh, especially when it comes into something, when it matures and, you know, comes of age kind of a thing, it's incredible and it's absolutely worth pursuing. And it's absolutely like getting some skin taken off of your back for, right? Yeah. But there are just some things in life that are like, "Uh, man, I don't know if I would have risked that. Yeah. For me personally. Right. Right. And so
1: that's where the question really comes from is like, let's get into a couple things. Okay. So I'm going to start off with uh, this logic, and that is that debt is expensive on the front end, cheap on the back end. Right? Equity is cheap on the front end, expensive on the back end. Oh yeah. And so, whether you're looking at w- debt or whether you're looking at equity, and we are going to talk a little bit uh, about you know the the grant money, the crowdfunding money, yeah. the, the free money, as it were. Yeah. Um. We'll talk about that, but I really want to stick with kind of debt and equity because these are the traditional forms of money. Uh, yeah. These are a lot more realistic. And again, I want to keep yeah. this episode real.
0: Well, so before we, well, maybe we want to, we want to wait. Like I've seen crowdfunding work.
1: It, it can, right, and it has its, its place. And
0: it does have its place. I, well. I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, I've seen crowdfunding work. It, to me, that's more plausible or more feasible than getting grant money. I feel like everybody and their dog is like, oh, I'll just get a grant. Or I've got this grant out there. I just need to write this, whatever. Well, proposal. I mean,
1: it, it happens. If there's a global pandemic, you might get some grant money. <laughs> yeah. But regular day-to-day
0: grants take a long
1: time. The, they're hard to come by if you're a startup, it's almost impossible. You, yeah. you have to have some history. And are you
0: really going to split your time between trying to get a grant and and making your business get on its feet, you know?
1: Most entrepreneurs that I've seen that chase grants, the amount of time and energy that goes into chasing those grants, yeah, they don't come out ahead. Well, and that's what I'm saying. It, it never gets off the ground. You know, you start hiring grant writers, yeah. start, and I've seen people get ripped off. You oh know? yeah. Like they oh, I get, bet. they get on the internet and they're just like, "Oh, wow, free grant money." And then they start paying for services that are not legit. Ooh. And you know, and and I'm like, it's I it, it's a dicey space. Yeah. You know, don't don't do anything. If you're going to do grants, go through the the government, you know. That's that's where grants are going to be. But honestly, I'm not a huge fan of 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 the grants. Like no, I'm not either. I, I don't think that they're in the best interest of most entrepreneurs. Yeah. And when I say most, I'm talking like 99.2%. Yeah. No, I, yeah.
0: I, I agree you know. with that completely made up statistic, but <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, actual. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Fake <So>. news. <laughs> but, but so crowdfunding though, where it's, I, I have a hard time personally with this free money concept. Right. It's, I don't know, man. Like I don't know. It's just so, I, so I don't I I don't know if I can identify let, let but I have give, let me give some you some information that like, that's eh.
1: not made up, okay. okay. So I had the opportunity to uh, spend uh, a couple days with, uh, he was a CEO of yeah. a crowd fund, crowdfunding platform. Yeah. And it was cool because we were hanging out together and I got to ask him all sorts of questions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was asking me questions because he came from a very different uh, small business world than, than my background. Yeah. And it was super interesting to kind of compare. But I asked him, I'm like, on a crowdfund, I'm like, what's a successful crowdfund. Uh-huh. And he said, he's like, most people on our platform, $5,000 up, we're calling it a success. Like oh, if yeah. you cleared $5,000 on your crowdfund, we're calling it a success. Yeah, that's huge. And and I thought, I'm like, dude, $5,000, like that's not going to do anything for your business. And what he said is he's like, this is what it does. The money, sure. But if you can get because to to do five thousand dollars on a crowdfund, you've got a couple hundred people that they just voted for your business. They're just like, right. Hey, we think this is pretty cool. And and you validated that there is and a market research. Right. Yeah. And well, and, and that's so he looked at it and he's like, yeah, some of these, you know, and, and he's like, not all of them, you know, stop at 5,000. Oh, it's sure. not uncommon to hit $50,000 on a crowdfund. It's not uncommon to not get off the ground, you know, but yeah. uh, he's like these, these ones that are like 3 million and that kind of stuff. He's like, they happen, but don't, don't, yeah don't plan. That's not a strategy. That's right. luck, you yeah. know? And, and he's like, plan something five to $50,000 is a great space to be in. Especially sure. if you're fresh out of the gate trying to do this, well, and, and that's what I was going to say is like,
0: I have this problem with the free money side of it, and and it makes me sound like I'm against crowdfunding. I'm actually not. I actually really like crowdfunding. Sure, yeah, me too. Because of that aspect that you just spoke to the market research side of it. Uh, in order to do, and and I'm I'm going to qualify this because you've got to do it properly from from my perspective to be worth it or for me emotionally to be on board, not that you need my buy-in, but whatever. Um, I do. I'm super important. (laughs) Right. Um, For me though, it's, you've got to do, in order to do it right, you've got to do so much work. You've already have to have so much legwork done. Sure. uh, In order to nail this sucker, right? Mm -hmm. And then the crowdfunding is just, furthering your market research it's just an extension of all these things that you're already doing like you said to validate right what you're doing yeah and bonus you get some money you right. know what I mean that but if, it might have covered the work that went into doubtful it might have <laughs> covered one person's his contribution, so you didn't have to give up a little bit of equity. I mean,
1: crowdfunding—you <laughs> got to have high-quality videos put together. You've got to have a solid social campaign put together. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you don't have a physical product, you've got to have some solid video oh, to back that up. Yeah, and there's a lot of work that goes into it. But I don't want to get hung up on the free money. I actually really want to talk the debt Sorry, and equity. I'm side done. Of thing. I'm done with that. Okay, I'll okay. leave it alone because. <laughs> This is where the vast majority of entrepreneurs are really going to reside, is on the debt and equity side of getting some capital to yeah. do their business. Right. Let's talk debt first. So debt means that you're borrowing money. You have a loan, whether that comes from a bank, whether you max out your yeah. credit cards, whether you go to your uncle and... You're you know, paying it back. Yeah, you're paying it back. And, you know, with debt a lot of entrepreneurs especially in the startup phase they're just like oh yeah i don't i don't want to do debt or it's kind of like this badge of honor to be like oh yeah i have no debt in in my company and i'm like there's nothing wrong with debt in a company so long as you're not one over leveraged right and two you're getting a bigger return than you're paying in interest yeah if i'm paying 10 percent interest and i'm getting an eight percent return well that's bad debt
0: That was, yeah.
1: You know, even if I'm not over leveraged, that's bad debt because I'm the wrong side of that equation. For sure. You know, but if I'm borrowing at 12%, but I'm getting 25% return, you know, or if I'm borrowing at 20% and I'm getting 50% return, that's good debt, you know. And so most entrepreneurs don't realize that when you start putting debt into your business, it's on your personal credit. Like people, yeah. people are borrowing yeah. money to, or they're lending money to you, not to the business. Right. And well, look especially at that. if you're a startup,
0: you don't have anything yeah, to you got act nothing. as collateral and they're not just going to be like, Hey, you know, I love, I love in the greatest, the movie, the greatest showman where he's <laughs> like, I have this whole, I don't remember exact terminology, but he's like, I've got this entire fleet of <laughs> ships. It's at the bottom of the South China Sea, but <laughs> right. I have the deeds. It's freaking awesome.
1: You know, and- I'm
0: not condoning illegal <laughs> financial activity here. I don't know that that was
1: completely illegal. It was fraudulent. fraudulent. I guess that makes it yeah, illegal. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. White collar crime. <laughs> Hanging out with Martha Stewart. Ooh, snap. <laughs> Spicy.
1: So when you're looking at debt, you are you're putting collateral up and you know one of the things that i want to point out is the banks they kind of consider you a startup if you've been in business two years or less this is a rule of thumb you know i mean your bank might deviate from this a little bit but as a general rule they're saying two years or less you're still a startup And typically, if they deviate from that rule, it's not in your favor. It's like, oh, some banks are going to say three years or less, they're still considering you a startup because of the risk involved. Because of the risk involved. Sure. Yeah. And so they're not validating anything that you've done. I've seen this where, uh, you know, a company, they'll. They'll hit the hit the ground running and in the first six months they're seeing some pretty solid growth. And mm-hmm. they go to the bank and they're just like, Okay, I need a loan and the bank won't give it to them. And they're just like, I've got all this growth. And I'm like, sorry, it's six months. Yeah. That could be a fluke.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Like that like could you don't, just be a flare up. Yeah. You don't have enough track record for the bank to really get excited. And by the way, when I use the term bank, uh, credit union and bank uh, I'm, I'm going to throw those in. A financial institution financial that's going to give you money. Yes. <laughs> and, and so, you know, when you're going to get money, when you're borrowing money, um, you know, banks, credit unions, they're a great way to go. But it's going against your personal credit. Like you're putting your house on the line. You're putting your, yeah. uh, you know, your savings, your retirement, any other investments, assets that you have, vehicles, you know, all this kind of stuff. I've seen a lot of people that they have gone to get a loan and they don't recognize the fact that I'm like, your house is now tied up to your risky business. Yeah. You know, so are you sure you want to go down that road? Yeah. You know, so you're not
0: selling me on the idea of doubt of debt. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's not like, yeah, that's, that's the right answer. That's definitely
1: what I'm going to start recommending. Here's here's the thing, debt, you got to pay debt back. Right. And I personally, I don't like getting into debt on something that I'm like, it may or may not work. Yeah. You know, the the best laid plans still have a bit of risk and luck associated with them. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, you know, I get a little nervous when I'm looking at debt and I'm thinking, okay, if my business flops, can I still pay this back? Now, yeah, because that's that's the thing, right? Like, you're you're still stuck with that, right? And if you've been in business for an amount of time and you have a history and you have clientele and everything, I'm a lot more open to debt at sure. at that stage, or I should say, I'm open to larger amounts of debt. I don't have any problem, you know. If you want to do a, a small little five ten thousand dollar get you going. Great, do it because you know if you can pay that back, that's fine. But yeah,
0: that's the key though. If you can pay it back, yeah. If you're like completely bootstrapped or st- bootstrap, if you're completely strapped in your finance, <laughs> your personal finance, and pulling yourself
1: up by your bootstraps,
0: yes. Uh, if you're like barely scraping by, paycheck to paycheck,
1: don't do it. A ten thousand dollar loan could crush you. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and financial institutions know this. That's yeah. that's why they don't. Right. Lend when they look at it and they're just like, sorry, but you're high
0: risk. That's not to say you shouldn't be an entrepreneur.
1: Right. You absolutely
0: should continue.
1: Right. Just find a better way for so, you. So let's talk equity for a second. Okay. Okay. The idea of equity is ownership. And this is something to keep Shark in tank. mind.
0: Shark Tank. I
1: love Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: knew. I know.
1: That's why. So on the record, not a fan of Shark Tank. There we go. It's it's, it's out there. It's okay. Fine. I just i i said it. We still love you. Thank you. <laughs> so, equity means ownership. Yeah, and ownership means decision making.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that to me, that's the bigger thing than hey, they're going to be taking some percentage of the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm, they also get to decide what happens in your business, right? So it's if,
1: their business now. Yeah.
0: So if they get to sit idly by, and not do anything, but then, you know, 10 years deep into it, be like, Hey, actually this is what needs to happen. Yeah. And that's even if that's even if you don't give them majority,
1: what, what, you know, the 51% uh, majority, like at the first I said, I'm like, Oh, we could do six episodes on this. You could do a full episode on just understanding the nuances in equity you know, the majority share, the decision-making process. What happens when you start with equity? You've got two partners, and it's like, oh, okay, we're we're going to be 60-40. And then you bring on the third partner. Is it now 60-20-20, or did it go 40-40-20? No, it's yeah. just 60-40-40. Everybody knows oh, that. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> I, I did my math wrong. And <laughs> I'm making this too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> you mathed wrong. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but th- there's a lot that goes into it. We're not going to cover that in this episode because I don't want to get overly technical. But And if- clearly my math is <laughs> totally on point for that topic <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> but if you're going to start structuring equity, take some time. If, if you're not familiar with it... Get someone who is sit down with someone who is familiar with structuring yeah. these kind of deals. Even if you think it's a small deal, even yeah. if you are like, "Oh, I only gave them five percent." <laughs>
0: mm. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> my big thing there is,
0: uh, and I am not a financial guru, like by any means, right? Sure. I am. Yeah. You're, but you are. But I understand it well enough. Board with
1: how entrepreneurs are. Like your strong suit is marketing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And here you are making financial decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but
0: here's the thing with with that. Like, if you are a startup entrepreneur, small business owner, say you are at ten million dollars, right, mm-hmm. and you're in negotiations with somebody for for equity in your company, you better be able to. I don't. I don't care at what stage this is. This could be day one of your entrepreneurial adventure in life. But if you're about to give up percentage of equity to somebody in your small business, you better understand what that's worth. Yeah. And, and I'm not long-term. Yeah, exactly. And you better be able to estimate that out. Like, like you're saying, right? It, and there are ways to find that out. If you haven't done that homework, you absolutely shouldn't even be considering giving away equity. Mm -hmm. That is the dumbest thing of all time.
1: Right. Yeah. I love what you're talking about with understanding the far reaching consequences of giving away that equity. Yeah. If you're going to give away too much equity, then, you know, do you know what this is? And it's not that hard. Run a calculation, figure out what 5% is going to be, figure out what the, uh, you know, what what 10% is going to be 3% just kind of run with it and run some different scenarios it's not you know it's not rocket science to figure this out but it's so important that you do take the time and run these calculations but i want to talk about the management side of the equity again because we kind of glossed over that and it's oh yeah, so sure. important to understand the decision making process cuz there are the negative consequences there with the decision making process where, you know, they can influence decisions that you might not want in your business. Okay. But there's the positive side. Yeah. Of what if I actually want this person and their expertise, you know, what if what if they can help grow my business in a way that that I can't? Yeah. And I see a lot of business owners that they're in business for several years and they're kind of afraid to bring someone on. And I'm like, that's, that's a great time to bring someone on, you know, bring them on, give them a share, but bring them on for their expertise.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. to me that helps, like, to me that helps ensure more of a commitment. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people could take that as well. Then they just get their share and then they get out. Well, sure. You could put that stipulation in a contract or whatever, if you right. need to. But if somebody's willing to take a share rather than hire wage, to me, that's like, Hey, I'm committed to this. I really think I can make this happen. And mm-hmm. if, if that person really is worth their weight in salt, then you, yeah, you just possibly did something fantastic for your small business. Yeah. Because without that person, yeah, you can keep going on the track that you were going on and you probably, you wouldn't be paying them as much or, or at all or, or whatever, but you also have the potential to not be nearly making as much as you could. You're right. doing as well as you could.
1: Right. Right? So I want to have one final thought okay. that is, now this is my own style. And there are other uh, entrepreneurs and you know coaches that have a different style. This is my style. You were talking about the debt and you're just like, oh, you're making this sound awful. Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, I don't put debt or equity. I don't put one above the other. In my book, they're both bad. Because... They're hard to come by. And the wh- 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 what I mean when bad. I say they're both bad is they both have their cons. Sure. Oh, for sure. And, you know, look at it and say, do I really need the money? Yeah. Because I see a lot of entrepreneurs that they're just like, I need $100,000. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to do with that $100,000? Spell it out exactly. Look at what you need. And, you know, there, there's... There's so much opportunity to trim the fat, and, yeah. and that's what I mean by they're okay. both bad. Is you come in and you just get money for the sake of having money. Uh, okay, it's smart to say, okay, what can I, how do I trim the fat? Yeah, but once you trim the fat, then go above and beyond. It's like you know when you go to buy a car and the sticker says thirty thousand dollars, you better have forty thousand dollars to buy that car. Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't cost thirty thousand dollars. It's like, oh wait, there's sales tax. Oh wait, there's registration. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to accessorize this thing. It's a brand new car, so now I want to take it to the car wash. And I want to get it detailed, and I want and I'm, all these things are starting to add up. And so that thirty thousand yeah. dollars is a forty thousand dollar purchase. Sure, and. You know, it's the same thing with your business. If I think I need a hundred thousand dollars and the bank says, Well, I'm only gonna loan you eighty, don't get the eighty and then go to your best friend and get another twenty and be like, Oh, okay, we're good. Because yeah. you're stretched thin. You yeah. you have no room for error and you're gonna make mistakes because you know It happens all the time. It happens I all the time. I don't care how good you are. Yeah. And even if you've been in business for several years, yeah. you're still gonna make mistakes. Yeah. Don't run it to the wire. Yeah. And so that's good advice. Try and limit how much debt and how much equity you're you're grabbing until you've proven the concept. Once you've proven the concept, go big, man. Like if you've got a concept that works, go big. But until you've proven that concept, keep it small, keep it tight, trim the fat, run lean, you know. I just that that's my style.
0: No, I I like I like that a
1: lot. And I'm I'm really glad
0: that you went there because I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of like, oh, I don't. This isn't really answering my question in a good way, because it's like, I know, I know about that, and I know about equity, right? Mm. And I know they are pitfalls, but I guess I had never thought about it in that light, right? Like, if you need to grow, or if you need to, you need some sort of infusion, right? It doesn't, mm. like, it doesn't necessarily have to be capital in a direct form, I guess, right? Where you're trimming fat it's kind of an indirect form of of capital. So, and even, and even an entrepreneur that's just starting out can do that. Right? Mm -hmm. Like if it's like, if you're looking for all this grant money, if you're splitting your time looking for grant money and working on your small business and you're like, ah, I got to have some, some funding, stop looking for grant writing and start focusing more of your time on your small business and that'll infuse your business, right? Cause that's really the ultimate thing. So
1: there's so much that we could cover in yeah. this and we'll do some like, follow-up episodes on this. I feel this. like
0: I opened up more <laughs> yeah. cancel worms than I was intending to, but so, so, so look
1: for some follow-up episodes yeah. that we're going to get into some of these details that we didn't have the time to on this one, but we hope that you enjoyed something that you had some good takeaways. For sure. Please let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, you can go ahead and reach us at www.marketingmanagementmoney.com or Twitter at MMM Small Biz. That's MMM Small B I Z. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for joining us.